Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. You can check out our website, it's audioapesmusic.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. You can follow us on Twitter at Audio Apes. Audio Apes is the music. Hanging With Apes is the podcast. We got a jam-packed episode for you today. You're going to really like it. We're going to talk about the Harvey Weinstein sexual harassment scandal. We're going to talk about the hashtag hands off my birth control, which is self-explanatory. You could kind of get what it's about in reference to the jobs providing health care to their female employees. We're going to talk about uh, a new golden age of cartoons that you're seeing on Netflix and on TV and stuff. And uh, we're going to talk about Columbus Day slash Indigenous Peoples Day because in some parts of the country, it's officially known as Indigenous Peoples Day. I'm going to get real indigenous with you right now. That's that's for sure. Yeah, dude, jam-packed. A lot of shit going on. Um, apparently, Harvey Weinstein masturbates on people <laughs> just at, at, at the most inappropriate times apparently right. yeah i was reading man um there was well i mean of course this is alleged i don't like to just say like dude masturbating in front of women like that mm-hmm. hopefully not because that's like horrible but uh one of the ones one of the allegations was that that like he was in a restaurant that was just closed for him and there was like a female reporter and he just started just started going to town just beating off <laughs> So, so I was like, God. And, and apparently for years, he's been pretty powerful in keeping these stories covered up and and not uh, uh, highly publicized. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, I mean, he's a, a Hollywood mogul, so they have all kind of connects and... and that and, and also and, the fear and, factor. And power and, and, and the fear factor. Absolutely. That shit reminds me of um, that season two. Of uh, True Detective. You know how all those like powerful men and shit? Yeah. And like they'll be having those sex parties and shit. And like shit, Hollywood, who, who's to say with all those people? Like, yeah, um, there there have been a lot of uh, real like fringe reports that I've uh, read and, and watched videos on that supposedly in Hollywood amongst, you know, the upper echelon of Hollywood. That uh, pedophilia is a real big thing, but it's kind of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Under the table, not, uh, you know, it's done in the dark, but it's kept under wraps because, like, of everything we just mentioned, the power factor, the fear factor, all of that stuff. Yeah. When I hear stuff like this, though, it does make me wonder, okay, obviously, like, when when the New York Times, you know, uh, uh, broke the story... You know they had they had all these you know the these different uh, examples of allegations that that have been made against Harvey Weinstein. My thing is this behavior like that. If you've been doing it for so many years, I feel like there have had to have been a lot of women that gave into that behavior because it's like how could you be so old and still be yeah. doing it if if it didn't have like some level of a success rate? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, because cause the whole status thing, the whole status thing. As a matter of fact, it's kind of like the thing, uh, I think you were talking about it, um, 
when we were hanging out on Saturday uh, about the Hugh Hefner thing. I think someone had had a problem with the whole Hugh Hefner having access to to women's yeah bodies. It, it was a it was a article that I read, if I'm not mistaken, by thecut.com, which I had never come across this website before. Um, you know, it, it was just some uh, article that I had seen posted by by somebody that we know on Twitter, and so I clicked it, and essentially what it was saying was that. This feminist writer, she dreams of this, I guess, you you know, you, utopia fantasy where one day we'll celebrate a woman in her silk pajamas surrounded by a bunch of like half naked men, sexy men. And, you know, essentially like a role reversal from yeah. what Hugh Hefner was in reference to the Playboy bunnies. Um, and in there and in there. She's uh, she references Hugh Hefner and says that he uh, he was a, a a rich white male living in a mansion that enjoyed access to women's bodies. <laughs> like, like, like they had no say. <laughs> <laughs> you you have no choice but to have access. Like what? Well, that's so <laughs> just such a weird statement. Access. Yeah, it's funny. Some Matrix as fucking lingo right there. No, but. And, and and it reminded me, it reminds me of that in particular because women, like especially with, with and I'm talking about Hugh Hefner, those women allowed Hugh Hefner to do that. And it's not like they weren't getting something in return. Uh, here, here's the quote. Okay. Rich white men in mansions enjoying access to women's bodies and presenting their lifestyle as the height of culture. Yeah, but... In order to have those women, they would have to be okay with that, you know. So, so to me, it doesn't really. It, it, she words it in a way where it's like somebody's women, a victim. Yeah, like they're victims, which that's not the case at all. No, not at all. And 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 the thing is, it's women like that that could potentially, you know. And, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that that it's okay to go and masturbate in front of like some reporter or anything like that. But no, because that's whack job shit. Yeah, that that's that's some crazy lunatic lunatic shit. But what I am saying is like, how many women would allow some shit like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, right? If it's a guy of that stature, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and like how Harvey Weinstein went about it, according to the allegations. Like we said, we don't know if this is true or not. It's just allegations at this point, and. If you know anything about us and this show, we're very big on the whole innocent until proven guilty. That's why to this day, you know, we we still uh, have faith in, in old Bill Cosby because he's yet to be proven guilty. So yeah. that's something that I believe in. And I think that's like one of the greatest things about this country is that you're innocent until proven guilty. But... Yeah. But for now, we'll call him Pill Cosby. Right. You know, just yes. because he's not totally out of the woods yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> Until he pill. is, it's he'll, Pill. Pill Cosby. Right. But <laughs> but but actually, like, I bring up uh, uh, Bill Cosby in reference to Harvey Weinstein, because if you think about it, like, look at the allegations of Bill Cosby and how he went about things according to his allegations, and then how how... Uh, Harvey Weinstein went about things according to his allegations. Harvey Weinstein was like, that was like some straight whack job shit. Like if you're in a restaurant, like that's not even a setting 
to whip your shit out and like just start beating up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's not Bill Cosby. He went about things more discreet. And even though they say he used pills or whatever in the in the unsealed deposition that that was released, he says that he used pills and that he used quaaludes, but he never says that it was unwanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. and and like that's the biggest thing that we have to we have to uh, uh, take into account is that just because there's drugs and alcohol involved doesn't mean that it was it was uh, given to the to the female unwantedly like she didn't want it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. She might have very well wanted it, maybe knowing that this is how Pill Cosby gets down. Like she's like, hey, well they do call him Pill Cosby. <laughs> like you know. I, no, but for real, like you don't put me to sleep, you know, and and so we have to we have to take that into account because when um I did some research for for the debate that I had with uh with Alicia Swizz in there in that research I I came across a survey of how they determine uh whether or not certain women have been a victim of sexual assault yeah. and and one of the questions that they ask. Uh, one of the determining questions is, have you ever been out on a date with a man or ever been out with a man, not necessarily a date, but have you ever been out with a man who has offered you drugs or alcohol whom you later had sex with? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, a lot of women have. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that they that, that they were raped. Yeah, that doesn't constitute rape. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, who doesn't do that? You know what I'm saying? Right. Shit. Sometimes we'll go bowling or sometimes we'll go, you know, we'll go out somewhere and we have drinks. Sometimes you're going to go on a date and, you know, you're going to have drinks. That doesn't, I don't know how that would equate to rape and how that would be fair to assume that the woman, uh, that the woman got raped if that was what, what was in the survey and what was a determining factor in if the woman got raped or not. You know uh, another saying? one of the questions was, have you ever had sex with a man who you later regretted having sex with? Okay, how is that rape? So you had sex with him consensually. He ended up being a short stroker or you just didn't like his attitude or he, it's... in quotation, slut shamed you. And you and you didn't want you regretted it. That doesn't mean he raped you. That's that doesn't just, change the fact that in the moment you consented to up in that ass. Yep, that's just buyer's remorse. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. I mean, it is what it is. At the end of the day, you still bought into it, didn't you? So, but people got to take into account. And again, this is not to say that that any of those allegations are not to be taken serious or, um. That he did or didn't do them. What we're saying, though, is that a lot of women do allow these things to happen. And <clears throat> and then um, and, and, and honestly, like with when it comes to Hollywood and when yeah. it comes to when, when it comes to like people and, and the success levels, man, they get weird. Fucking, yeah, they get weird and it's drugs and they do all types of stuff. So, like, I wouldn't put it past, <laughs> you know. And then, a guy and then, of his and, stature, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like all those years in mm. the in the uh, film industry, all these different actresses, all these different interns, all these different women that want to get somewhere, and you're a powerful man. Like I'm, I'm sure in most of the situations in which he had sex, they were pro- they probably threw themselves at him, 
And so he probably gets to the point where he feels so powerful that it's like, oh, well, hey, I could just whip my shit out and she'll go to town because I'm fucking Harvey Weinstein, which, again, is some whack job shit and it's not right. So, you know, obviously uh, the details of the story will continue to to come out. But uh, it's crazy because the Weinstein company is, is behind some 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 pretty big movies, you know? Yeah, that's a huge that's a huge company. And um shit, that that that's his own company. He's ousted, you know? Yeah. But I mean if he did it, that that's fucked up. That, and that's on him. And he's gonna have to pay the consequences. And shit like that. And shit like that when um when she hits the fan and 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 and, and you are guilty. Uh it kinda reminds me of the uh, what's his what's his name from the Clippers? Um oh, I can't think of it. The racist guy? Yeah, the racist Do- guy. Donald Sterling. Yeah. And you'll get weeded out. Yeah. And that's how you weed out. That's how you weed out, like, you know, motherfuckers who are on some fucked up shit. Um, you know, how can you be how can you be running a company when you're on some you know, when you're doing all this foul stuff? So if 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 he is or if he did do those things, well good. Get him out and uh, keep it moving, which is weird, cause uh, it, well, well, let let's be clear. If he did those things, and it was unwanted, because yeah, see, oh, that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you can't, like, be okay. If a guy, if, if a guy pulls his shit out, and and you chuckle and you laugh and you start playing with it and you start maybe even going to town. You can't later on say that that that's sexual harassment because you were with the shits. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah. mm-hmm. that's not we're not we we can't go off of that. Now, if if um obviously it was unwanted, and I'm not even saying you got to make a big commotion about it, like scream or even slap them or whatever. If you just like walk out or whatever, and it's unwanted, well, you know that's different, and that's the thing about guys like that and and their behavior and why it becomes so risky is because maybe because they have had such a success rate with pulling their shit out in front of women and the women responding, you know, in a in in a accepting way. Yeah. And also the fact that he was so powerful. I mean, it it, it gets risky because then it's like you you continue that behavior thinking yeah. that they'll that everybody is going to going to um, you know, it'd be accepting of it, and then you come across some women that aren't, and then now you get ousted from your own company. Yeah, and even then, it, it's still it could be scary for the woman to say something, given the fact that it might, you know, it might not go anywhere. You know, like it might not go anywhere, yeah. or like if she's young in her career, her career might be ruined. So yeah, yeah there, there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of factors to it. And like I said, we'll see that. Shit we'll unfold. see how the details unfold. Uh, but yeah, but uh, as up to this point, it's just allegations. So that's going to be, that's going to be, uh, interesting seeing how that, how everything pans out. Oh yeah. Um, but I wonder while he did provide plenty of, uh, uh, penis exposure to the women in his company, I wonder if he pro- provided with them with insurance and the insurance that he provided them <laughs> with, I wonder if he covered birth control in that because that's the the next big story that we're going to talk about that popped off over the weekend um 
The Trump administration deals major blow to Obamacare uh, birth control mandate. And obviously, you could probably guess that headline is from CNN. <laughs> Twitter blew up. Did you, did you, did you, were you able to catch on to that? Yeah, all? hands the, off my, uh, my the hashtag hands off my BC, which yeah. is birth control. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people were just <laughs> posting, uh, losing their minds. Yeah. And, and I felt the most clever rebuttal or amongst the most clever rebuttal was one posted by Steven Crowder where he posted this meme of a bunch of women during the, the women's march. Saying, uh, hand with signs saying "hands off my pussy." Yeah. Well, isn't the government like not providing birth control for you, or or man? Actually, it's not even the government that's providing the birth control. It's is them mandating somebody else to provide the birth control. Isn't it? Isn't that like a, a most clear cut example of their hands off your pussy? Because it's like, all right, well, do you like? Yeah. I will take my government hands off of your vagina or pussy and uh, you could go ahead and do that. No, but, you know, if you look at uh, the Affordable Care Act, that was a mandate that that was provided. And I don't think that's necessarily fair. Trump is not Trump is not saying, you know, uh, companies can't provide that, but due to their beliefs, their religious beliefs. They don't have to. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like he's saying, oh, you can't do it. So sometimes I feel like uh, people forget the difference between you have the freedom of, of uh, you know, allowing this to be or not to be. And the comparison or or the, the parallels between that and a mandate, which is like you have to. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's a lot. A lot of the problems from the Affordable Care Act, where everything is just like this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Even if if um, even like the healthcare that you have, just as a as a like like as a man, right? Some of the shit that's that, that that's there that you don't need that you're paying for, like fucking uh, like those. Uh, I don't even know what the hell they are. Like those breasts, those breast cup things for like when women are are pregnant mm -hmm. it's like that's not something that a man needs so why does he have it and you know it's all this unnecessary stuff mandated because it's like oh well this is it's one size fits all and um i don't think that, that that's necessarily fair um so i you know people are gonna see it in, in uh and, and i mean it's 2017 when people when people don't like something, they're just going to look at it and be like, oh, wow, it's an attack on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't see it like that. That's not an attack. It's just giving the, the, the freedom of, well, you can or you can't. And th that's it. There's, yeah. there's nothing complicated about that. Yet, you see all these people uh, posting all these articles. I mean, like, I, I can, Mr. Trump's attack on birth control, New York Times. Um, you know, 55 million people have access to free birth control under the ACA, you know, um, it's just all these negatives or uh, they, they try and twist it. Like it's like something bad. I don't necessarily think that it's bad. 
I don't know. No, I mean it. It it's part of of the freedom that we should have in this country, and that should just be a a regular thing. Like if if you have if if because of your your religion or or your you know godly and spiritual perspective, you don't feel comfortable with you know providing birth control or whatever the case. That should be your right. And and it should have it should have the problem is is that it seems extreme because the other extreme that was put in to implement it was so accepted. Like, oh everybody was so accepting of Obama coming in and saying, Oh, hey, all these people, you have to do this. Yeah. Which in actuality, that's the thing that should have been the outrage. That's where the outrage should have been. Now that somebody's coming in and kind of writing this wrong and correcting it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now everybody's like responding with outrage. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I'm not saying. Actually, I feel that that the whole birth control thing, you know, me particularly, like I think that's a good thing. Birth control is a good thing uh, because it is a good tool to to avoid a pregnancy. And it's a good tool to use to be responsible, just like a condom would be, and all that stuff. And it, it it's good to have the choice to fund that. Like if you believe in that as a, as a company, and and uh, or as a health provider, I mean, well, yeah, you you should give that option because I know that it, it is it is expensive. Uh, and when, all these all these medicines are really expensive. I mean, like I think uh, birth control. Without insurance, could range up from like six hundred bucks to to something like that, like for a month, like a month's uh, prescription. So you know that is expensive, and and you don't want to take the route of like, well, make this inaccessible, and then <clears throat> and then not um and then see the consequences of that be that women don't take birth control, and then there's more you know unwanted births. There's still other options, though. I mean, I feel that. That uh, there's still condoms and 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 well, it depends. Those those um, those injections that women take does that count? Would that count under the birth control? Yeah, I'd imagine Aspect? so. Yeah. Yeah, and see, and see those things, you know, as a you know as a cautionary thing, I think it's always it's always a good thing, um, because people, let's let's face it, people couples are gonna be having sex. That's just what men and women do. You have a girlfriend, you have a wife. Sex is something that uh, you could fucking call normal in a relationship, and 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 you don't wanna you don't wanna be in a position where you have a baby. But the thing is this. Um, I go back to 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 the to the not not the question but the argument that I posed, which was he's not saying. They can't do it. He's just saying, if you don't believe in it, you don't have to. It's not that complicated. You don't have to read into it. You don't have to say it's under attack. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I don't feel that that uh, I really. If 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 you look at Trump, and I know we've said this a million times before, but if you look at Trump, he's not ultra conservative. So a lot of his decision making is not that you know. It's not that shocking. It's just really kind of a scary thing that we have moved like so left 
where like some of the stuff that 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 he decides on or he says becomes it seems like if it's extremely yeah, right it's like, when yeah it's, it's not. extremely conservative oh my god you know he's I, I don't i don't understand and and to me that's that's the whole my whole plight with all this is the fact that people always are going to jump to anything i mean it's like fucking he'll take a shit oh he took a shit and fucking run with that and say that he's the most fucking disgusting vile human being who takes shits you know what i'm saying like it's just anything 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 to just make him look bad mm-hmm. so it makes it very it makes it very hard because it almost makes you as as just a logical human being who's just going to look at something and look at it for what it is it almost kind of leaves you defending defending him because he's always being attacked you know what i mean i feel like most of most of the time that we have to ever uh talk about something that he does it's always like in defense because it's like the whole world is always against him and um and all you have to do is just sit down and use a little bit of logic and 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 not go you know haywire and nuts over over some of this stuff and just look at it for what it is you know what i mean and uh this is just one of one of those things like you're gonna go say that that you know shit, sh- you know, he's attacking birth control and all this and that. And at the end of the day, that it's it's just not it's just not the case, and it is just not true, you know. And, and plus, like you, people need to understand too that they 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 look at healthcare in reference to how it affects them and and their cost, but a a. a job or or a, a boss that's providing the health care that you know that's out of their pocket like that's expensive you know what i'm saying yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. and so you have to understand that a lot of times it does it does boil down to the the money aspect and and it's like well you know i gotta take care of this and i'm mandated now that could mean that could mean a job for somebody or or several jobs yeah. depending on on the cost and stuff like that. So all of those things are are very important to take into account and and kind of uh, try you know people should try to wrap their mind around it even though they won't. Um, and then really, if you want to get technical about it, I mean condoms are not that expensive. You know what I'm saying? They're not mm-hmm. that expensive and. If it's if it's that much of a thing to you, you know what I'm saying. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like the the outrage is kind of uh, insane, really. And and honestly, you could get technical with this stuff because you could start saying, okay, well, um, I'd be open to to look at things a little bit deeper than just like because birth control is very broad, like. I'd be willing to be like, okay, cool. If like the injection thing or the thing that that the women insert, that could be funded. That could be funded because that that's a long term thing. Like you just that's a one time thing, and it's like for like five five to ten years, I think, if I'm not mistaken. That's cool. Or sometimes like uh, I know some women, um, they don't have regular uh, they don't have regular uh, periods. Mm-hmm. So so the birth control actually regulates it. So in a case like that, that'd be kind of case by case. Like if it's needed, well, then it could be it could be funded, you know. But not just because again, it's, it's like you said, this is this is money. Like money just doesn't pop out of nowhere, you know. Right. Like you can't just finance everything. 
and and uh, and that's where the problem is, you know. Like people just feel like like even with the whole Puerto Rico thing, like like uh, everyone everyone was pissed off as far as like oh well Puerto Rico's not getting any help, but like the thing is this, um, and this is about the hurricane stuff. As a government, you should also be financially, you know, like on point. And 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 I've known this, and I mean, who ha- who doesn't know this about Puerto Rico? Is like th- their economy It's fucked. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's fucked. And like, really, everything has been so terrible over there when it comes to like the the economy, when it comes to to uh, people's lives uh, and uh, lifestyle, due to the fact that it's ran horribly. So then. That coupled with the fact that a fucking Category Five <laughs> hurricane just hit you, like, you know, and then all of a sudden you just feel like, oh well, you know, you well, you, someone needs to help now. You know what I'm saying? Well, you also have to help yourself. You know, um, you saw Texas uh, dealing with 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 their hurricane situation. Then you saw the stuff that happened in, in Florida. I mean, what we can just start, you know, funding everything. You know, like uh, from 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 taxpayer money, so it's one of those things where people just f- sometimes they don't realize like this is taxpayer money. This is this is money that like people work hard for that you're just saying, oh well, we need it now. Now the time is now. You're not understanding the logistics behind it all, and yeah. the fact that you know like it, it just. Well, well, my my whole take on that, and I've said that before on the podcast. Uh, it's it's very similar to John Stossel's take on on uh natural disasters and how the federal government should respond to it and i and i and i agree totally with him i don't think that the federal government should respond with money like i don't think that's the because see then you get situations like puerto rico where some say even even though even though there have been a lot of reports that have come out that said that they're getting a lot more help than they're letting on that they're that they're getting uh, because you know the mayor of San Juan, she's been so vocal, and 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 you know there so many like left wing media outlets are saying that oh no they're not getting the help, but then you're seeing a lot of other stuff that that kind of shows otherwise. But regardless as to all of that, even the video, uh, uh, did you see the video when she was complaining? There was stuff that was imported from the U.S. behind her. Oh wow, what a retard! Yeah, I didn't see like, the video, but I had read about it. It's not a very good look. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I don't think the federal government should respond. Um, I've said this before. I think that that's an opportunity for charity to show what it's made of, to, for the people to show what they're made of. And I really don't see how that's the federal government's problem. Personally speaking. Now, like the roads and the infrastructure, well, obviously that's different because just the average everyday people person can't fix that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when it comes to like like a person's personal possessions, I mean, how is that the federal government's responsibility to like pay for your shoes and the computer that you lost? I mean, like yeah. that's not, you know. And I remember that uh, uh, very vividly in Chicago when we had that uh, big flood. Remember when it just rained and like a bunch yeah. of basements in the city got flooded yeah. and people were lined up to the FEMA office. I knew a lady that lived on the third floor of a building. She didn't even have any possessions in the basement. She yeah. lived on the third floor and she was able to get money from FEMA. Yeah. And it was like a big ass check, like a $4,000 check. Yeah. Come on, dude. Like, 
what? And uh, and and just like her, there were a bunch of others. That's crazy. That's yeah, I knew people insane. were getting five thousand dollar checks, and probably lost and and it maybe didn't lose anything or maybe lost a few hundred dollars worth of stuff. Yeah. Something that the government should just be like, yeah, how is this our problem that you lost your Jordans? I mean, yeah, like sorry, yeah. like. You know, like that's crazy. You're alive and you're well, and it's you know you'll you'll live. But yeah, that that, that was that was ridiculous. And there was some of these basements weren't even finished. But it was just a flood that happened in a basement. But but that's the, and, and that's one of the happen. one of the issues that I see, and and it's a a path that certain people are going down, that I think is kind of scary. Wanting the government to like step in and fix every problem in your life. And uh, this tweet that I found of, of, uh, in reference to the hashtag hands off my birth control is a good example of that. Like, check this out. Don't use birth control. Don't have an abortion. Can't afford to feed that baby. Don't expect any help from us. Hugs and kisses the GOP. So pretty much it's they're being sarcastic, <laughs> yeah. saying like, we're, we're not going to help you. You figure it out. But why is that so bad? Yeah, yeah. If you don't use birth control, any form of birth control, you're you there's there's a high probability that you're going to get pregnant. Yeah. If you get pregnant, I don't I believe that that's your responsibility. Like I'm not a person that believes in abortion, but you know, I believe that people should have the right to choose and and then that's it. Don't have an abortion. Can't afford to feed that baby. Don't expect any help from us. But but that's my thing. It's like at what point do you tell person, hey, if you can't afford your birth control, and if you can't afford to to support a child, and you don't want to have an abortion, maybe sex. You should just wait a little while until you can afford those things. Like is that is that such a crazy thing to ask of people? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's choices. It's choices you make as a, as a as an individual. And uh, you have to think about those things. Um, and it's crazy because I'll be having these conversations about abortion because uh, I'm, I'm, I don't believe in, 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 in abortion. But I also like, well, just like you said, I don't believe in telling someone they can't abort. You know what I'm saying? Right. Although I do have a very big problem with late term abortion like that. That's kind of messed up in, in my well, That's not kind of that's messed up in my opinion. But um uh, that's neither here nor there, but uh, wh- what I what I'm saying is, how come if someone wants to abort, you know, th- those are a slew of choices that you've made that got you to that point. You can abort, but why use taxpayer money to do so? You know, like to me, to me is one of those situations where where you as a as an individual make decisions. Just like I was talking to, to to a guy at work today, we we're talking about choices choices you make as a as a person and as an individual, and uh, how you can't really blame anybody but yourself when 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 you're you're there and and you look at how your life's panned out. Of course, that's not to say that that um that's not to say that you're not influenced or, you know, the environment that you grow up in doesn't have a, you know, a hand, I guess, or doesn't have a, uh, you know, it's obviously going to influence you in in a way because, you know, that's just, that's just the way it is. You, you, 
to to an extent you're a product of your environment but you know my parents they they made the decision of having me at a at a very young age didn't have a lot of money they buckled down and they were very responsible that's that was their choice and obviously that that stability made a big difference in my life as opposed to certain kids who don't have that stability you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and and uh and ended up not being very, very very well but that was nonetheless a decision that they made right absolutely so when you look forward and and you start seeing and, and this is now the broad the broad picture is uh, w- uh the term of white privilege when you look at someone's oh wow this person's privileged well why is this person privileged have you ever thought of asking why you know what i'm saying right like why is this person privileged well because there were choices that were made you know what i'm saying you can't be mad at someone for being in a position that they're in due to the fact that their parents made decisions due to the fact that that person also made decisions as they grew up at the end of the day life is decisions you know and and uh you can't you can't be mad and that's why i always i've always hated the term the whole white privilege thing i mean if you're going to call it anything call it money privilege you know what i'm saying like cuz you look at you look at different groups in society and and you realize a lot of it yeah a lot of it is affected by politics but also a lot of it is affected by culture yeah you know culture is is a big thing because at the end of the day I, i'm i'm not white I, I didn't know about no Roth IRAs or none of that shit or the fucking stock market or making decisions or having an entrepreneur, you know, uh, entrepreneurial spirit. But those are things that you can learn. Yeah. And and, and, and at the end of the day, th- those are things that you have eyes and, and you have a mind and you can observe why and ask, ask, why is this person doing better than me? At very least, exactly. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be one of those things where it's like you delve so deep into somebody else's culture or their behaviors or anything like that. But even the simplest person, I'm pretty sure, can understand the difference between what you have and what somebody else, is, what somebody else has and then... Right there, the questions could spark. Like for instance, like a perfect example, because this is this is a, a, an example that'll show you how kids even have this power of of the of comparison. It's like if you take two kids to to McDonald's and you get them both a Happy Meal, and one gets the badass toy and one gets the weak ass toy. I guarantee you, the one with the weak ass toy, he's going to ask, "How come he got the badass toy? Like, how come he got that?" Right there, like you, sh- that shows that the the human capability of 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 recognizing the difference that somebody is now. Granted, in a situation like that, that's just chance. So the dad or the mom might have to go back around and be like, "Hey, do you mind switching this toy out?" You know, whatever, whatever. That's chance because nobody chose that. Like the McDonald's guy chose that. But as you get older and you realize less and less boils down to chance and more boils down to the decisions you make. Well, now you should start making better decisions and look at, hey, this guy is doing good. He must have made a lot of good decisions. Well, let me, you know, ask him, whatever, whatever. And then you go from there. 
And it's actually interesting that you brought that up because in uh, the the show The Ozarks yeah. with Japes with Jason Bateman on Netflix, yeah, the show starts off like the opening monologue is so badass because the opening monologue he's he's like referencing money. He's like he's like dough, moolah, green lettuce, cheese. Like like he's just saying like all these different like words that reference money. Yeah, and he's like he's like what does it all mean? All of it, he's like, some people see it as a number. Some people see it as financial future. It's like a whole spiel. It's real badass. He's like, but the all the- first it, episode? In the first episode. Like, it's like, it's like how the show opens. Oh, like, badass. with us. He's like, but all it is, all it is, is a representation of a person's decisions. That's how it is. And then it's true. And yeah. it was so badass because that's all it is. Because in, in the show, he's a, like a financial advisor. Um... And so obviously, like money is a big part of his life and who his character is. But it is like all it is. It's a representation of your decisions, you know, of of what you spent time on instead of work, like what what you invested in. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what it what it really boils down to. Yeah. And so, money obviously more than anything in this country is what what would give somebody. Or deem somebody privileged in quotations yeah. like yeah. that's it. That's what would make somebody privileged more than anything else, really. And well, it's like well, this so-called privilege. How did they obtain it? Well, they they obtain it based on their decisions or the decisions of the people that came before them, like their parents or grandparents. And then now it's on them to continue making the right decisions. To keep that money or even make more money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's 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 decisions. No, and and not only that, I go. I want to go back to when you said about the 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 kid thing, and being at McDonald's and getting the Happy Meal toy or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's one key component, one key observation from a little kid. From and this is a little kid. You you ask why. Yeah. To have that type of mind as a human being, to always ask why, and to do it at such a young age, that right there is the answer to, you know, the answer to the fact that you do have the capability to understand that when you ask, you will find out. Which means that you don't really have too many excuses when you look at, you know what I'm saying? Like you look at someone and, and they're like, wow, this guy has this, this guy has that. Why? Mm-hmm. How? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? In, in today's day and age, we have an iPhone. We have an Android. You Google shit. Yeah. You find out shit. You know, you, you realize, okay, this is this, this and that. Okay, okay. You ask questions. Yeah. And, and, and to me, uh, that that's that's the key component there, and and I guess we 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 went on this spiel about about decision making to go back to the whole abortion thing or not the or whole the abortion birth control the birth control thing is you have choices you must be wise with your choices and no one is holding a gun to your head telling you hey fuck this shit up and have a baby you know what I'm saying yeah like <laughs> or 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 let's say you disagree with your employers. 
uh, uh, route uh, in in removing removing the birth control option from the insurance. There's other insurances that will provide it. Other jobs that will, like there's so many other things to do to like just like like back your own self into the corner and be like oh oh well I guess I'm gonna have five unwanted children now because because of Trump. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. no, act accordingly, adapt and and move on and you know what i'm saying and and stop being so selfish because at the end of the day this birth control thing it affects more than just you because it's government mandated if it was just like a 100% private thing yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be different but you got the government involved which in 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 for all intents and purposes you have the people involved yeah it's it's not just about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and that's where the that's where the issue comes in. Just like, you know, when we're talking about abortion. Well, if you're going if you're getting an abortion from planned parenthood, which like taxpayer dollars go to, well no, that's not just about you because you're not the one paying for it. Yeah. That that's where the issue comes yeah. in. So if it's that big of a deal to you, stop being so selfish and then go the private route and then you nobody can say anything to you. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Let's say you, me, and eight other friends move into the same house. And and that means that we all must be uh, on equal terms. And we as, all have a say. Yeah, we all, we all have a say. And if you don't like that, that, that uh, you know, the way things work, what are you going to do? You're going to move the fuck out. Right. Get your own house and then live by your rules. So, I mean, that's just, it is what it is. And, 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 and guess what? That's exactly what this is. The whole the whole abortion thing, the whole the whole pill stuff is like this 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 government mandated stuff. This is a uh, money that everyone's putting in uh, as uh, as individuals. So some people don't want that. Some people do want that. And and you know what? The best thing to do is that we'll say, hey, you know what? As a provider, you have the choice because you have your set of beliefs, and you should go off of what you believe. What what is there to complain about? Just right. like you said, go to the next company, a company that does believe in it. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, it, it, it it's not that it's not that hard. So that's that to me. That's the end of the discussion right there when it comes to that. Is um, yeah, abs- absolutely. Yeah, but you know what um, what's what discussion is just starting? What? Whether or not we should reference today as Columbus Day <laughs> or Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah. That's the discussion that's just starting because I know LA, it's official. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, according to my Twitter feed, Santa Fe County commissioners adopt Indigenous Peoples Day. So it's a thing around the country. I know here in Chicago, it's still technically Columbus Day. Yeah. But I could see it changing soon with, with the guys that run our government in Chicago. I could yeah. see that changing soon. <laughs> But uh, why? What the fuck? To me, it's this. Call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's a holiday. Whether it's indigenous or Columbus. People, to me, the annoying part is the fact that so many people are so worried about the past. That That's the most annoying part to me. Um, my argument would be like, well, first of all, whether it's indigenous or Columbus Day, what are you doing today for yourself and, 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 and the people around you? 
You know what I'm saying? How are you focused on becoming better? Because let's be honest, indigenous people here in America are some of the worst off. Yeah, absolutely. With the whole reservation thing, with the whole, you know... No economic progress, drug usage, absolutely. Yeah, and and, and you know why? Because they haven't acclimated themselves to... 2017 to the 21st century no, because really they want to what be it stuck is is because they haven't acclimated themselves to to the structure that Columbus brought over like that's yeah, no. that's the thing that that's so that's so baffling about it it's like let's let's put the if if you want to get if you want to get so so intellectual about it and and you want to you want to say oh well you know my college professor told me this and I read this in college well, if you want to take that route, I'll be more than happy to travel that route to you. But just know you're going to get bodied because if you know anything about history and you look at it, the Native Americans, the different tribes in, in, in the United States and, and then the different uh, uh, Indian tribes in, in, uh, in South America, they killed each other. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like it wasn't yeah. like they were just all peaceful they conquered each other and all that. So that was in human nature. It just so happened to be that when the Europeans came over, they conquered and they had just a lot more technology and fucking diseases and germs that these people were never exposed to. So didn't yeah. have the immunity built up to it. And and they were destroyed. So you got to put that into historical context. But along with that, along with that came so much other like great stuff farming and 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 you know herding cattle and 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 horses horses the technology like, there was no horses here in the americas oh there were, I there didn't were know that. yeah there was no horses here in the americas until europeans came and brought that and um oxes no mm-hmm. horses and oxes oxes for for uh carrying you know a lot of shit pretty much cuz those are strong ass animals and horses to travel that was a difference between Europe and China and all them while they were trading. We our lands were just as rich as, as as their lands. The only reason was those two those two things. How did those two things get here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 I'm not saying um I'm not saying that there wasn't any any bad that happened, but certainly not any bad that wasn't already happening between people. Right. And that happened between people, which is I'm going to take over your fucking, you know, territory and I'm and we're going to run shit my way. Oh no, no, we're going to take over your, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just the guys who came from Europe were way more advanced like you said and well they were the, you know, it was like, "Oh, well you want to play it that way. We're going to come in this bitch and we're going to run this shit." And they did cuz they were just way too way too advanced. To to a certain extent, you have to also look at like you said, what was brought what was brought to to the Americas. And and then you look at the way civilization is here today, and how it would not be that had settlers not came. Hell no, it'd be you know what I'm saying. Who knows what it what it would have been because because again, the conquistadors came and they brought everything that they brought, and uh, you know there was a lot of bad chaotic situations. But then, if you look at the grand scheme of 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 history. A lot more good than bad came from it in terms of economic progress and growth and society and civilization and cities and 
you know, all all these different great things that I think a lot of people take for granted. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not only that, you look at you look at um the good stuff that we took in the Americas in general, in the Americas from Canada to here to to shit, South America doesn't do very well, but but not every South American country is bad. But then you look at Spain, they they, they were stuck. See, there was a reason why they were called the conquistadors because they would come and then they would take, 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 take. And they got so used to taking that they never adapted. They never adapted to like, hey, well, we need to be like obviously useful. Mm -hmm. And that's why today Spain ain't shit. Yeah. Spain is like one of the poorest countries. So even then you see that that even them like they, they didn't they didn't really amount to anything. They had the they had the resources and they brought it here and and the people here, obviously took those resources, took what they learned, uh, adapted and made it better and that's what the United States is uh, today. I mean, from from Europeans coming here to just the United States being the greatest country ever. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? The fucking Roman Empire <laughs> times a million. So, I mean, and, and then you look at you look at uh, different different places that that have the resources and they just can't adapt then you look at places that don't have like physical like geographical resources and 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 they do better than some countries like there's no reason why japan should be better than russia because russia's lands are richer than japan's mm -hmm. so it goes to show that that intuitiveness and 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 adapting and learning from different countries yeah like that that does you know that you're gonna you're not you're not limited to just the geography of the place you know the, the human mind is so powerful that they could adapt you know what i'm saying yeah and to me well that, they that that's one of the great things about the book wealth poverty and politics because thomas yeah. Sowell goes over that so well in it how know. there's places in the world that had more access to, to bodies of water and, and to land and richness in land and all of that. Yet the countries, you know, countries that grew to great success may not have had uh, any of those things, but they had the the intuitiveness and the ingenuity and, and the creativity yeah. to make stuff happen. And it's, it's, it's nuts, but, but yeah, you, you can't. And to me, uh, they start going over the whole genocide thing, the genocide aspect of, of 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 Spaniards coming and conquering. And you know they conquered. There's obviously bad stuff that happened. I mean, you even told me like the history behind your name. You know right. what I'm saying? And and uh, and how like some some of those some of those men that came were raping women and 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 doing horrible things. And that's not to say that those bad things did not happen, but you can't look at things so one-sided. You no. know what I'm saying? You can't look at things so one-sided. And also, you can't look at things and, and, and be like, well, you know, that was horrible. Fuck. Fuck Columbus. You know what I'm saying? You you you, no. you got to really look at the big picture of mm -hmm. a situation. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, like you said, it, a lot of that stuff wasn't good. But big picture-wise, you know, like one of, one of the more... Uh, controversial arguments in the book the end of racism is our african americans even though they're here in this country because of 
because of the slave trade, are they not better off being born here now in today's day and age than if they were born in Africa and had never came over? And the truth is, while it is a controversial argument, it is true a lot of bad had to take place in order for that to happen. But it is true, like like anybody that's born here is way better off than having been born in fucking Uganda. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so that's kind of what what we're alluding to and and what we're referencing. And and I think it was you that told me uh, about Muhammad Ali when he went to Africa. Yeah, that's in that book, The End of Racism. Yeah. He he says uh, when he went, uh, uh, where, where was it that he fought the Manila? I think it was. Yeah. The thriller in Manila. And uh, they asked him, "Hey, champ, how how'd you like it over there?" And he's like, "Man, I'm glad I'm glad my granddaddy got on that boat." Like pretty much saying that, like, "Hey, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, slavery is in my history. Slavery is in my past, but I'm glad I was born over here and yeah. not over there." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you people have to take every situation into context, and it's a matter of perspective. You know, yeah. like you, you look at, man, you could look at Hurricane Harvey and how terrible that situation was. But then within that situation, you could look at what J.J. Watt was able to accomplish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying with everything bad that happens, there's always something good that comes of it, you know, through the humanity of things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? that That's one thing that I thought was pretty uh uh, powerful that Trump said in reference to the Las Vegas uh, mass shooting yeah. when he talked about how like within seconds the human spirit kind of started taking over and like people were like shielding each other and like people in their personal cars driving others to the hospital and yeah, yeah. you know people helping people to those people in line ready ready to give out blood and and, and honestly like there there's there's people like those people you know, like that's how they thought of things. Cause honestly, like if, like if I was there, cause like I, I've read stories how like there were like these 10 foot fences where people couldn't get out, oh. man, if I was there and I was able to get out, dude, I would fucking tell them clear the way. I'm going to ram my car through this fence so we could bust this open and motherfuckers could run out of here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Cause if you see a lot of the videos, there's a lot of like videos out on the internet where it shows that people are just ducking and not like running because I'm like, why are they not running? Yeah. But then I guess because there was like nowhere to run to, they were like kind of trapped in some areas. Yeah. Man, we're fucking busting through that shit, like yeah, doing yeah. something. You know, we're not just going to like just duck because if dude is from above, ducking is not going to help. You know what I'm saying? No. Or if or shit, if I was in the hotel and I had my gun with me, I'll fucking blast dude. You know, like, yeah, yeah. but but that's that just goes to show like the how the human spirit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It uh, it it, it comes out it. in in yeah. bad situations, and uh, that was that was pretty badass when when Trump highlighted that in yeah. in one of the little speeches he gave. But, I even look at when we were younger, and 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 shit hit the fan, and like something as simple as looking at something so bad at a in a humorous way. Oh yeah, you know, like, to me that that in a sense shows. This, the the human spirit of like even taking bad situations in stride and being like fuck yeah well, we're in it already we're in the shit yeah and might as well fucking sunbathe and it shows a sense of it shows a sense of optimism you know what I'm saying yeah, in yeah. in in the midst of 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 negativity um yeah. 
But one thing that um that that always helps me get through tough times is cartoons. You see, my my segues to get today are, are on point. Yeah, they I are great. They are <laughs> fucking forced that segues. But uh, but no, but uh, we're gonna Pivotville, move, USA. <laughs> we're gonna move on to the last part of the discussion, which is uh. If a lot of you have noticed out there between the stuff that's on Netflix, the stuff that's on Adult Swim, uh, Comedy Central, uh, uh, all, all these different these different places, there seems to be a resurgency in in good cartoons. Uh, obviously, more adult cartoons, yeah. and not adult in the sense of like pornographic cartoons but adult in the sense of you know adult adult subject and uh topics and so that hentai baby it's uh (laughs) jesus christ uh but uh but yeah it's it's pretty interesting and uh i i I like it. I hope it's here yeah. to stay. Wow. Um, Fucking, uh, we got Rick and Morty. Yeah, and that Sheswin or whatever the fuck the sauce. Oh, uh-huh. that that uh, McDonald's failed with. Yeah, they uh, failed horribly. <laughs> Come on, but but it's just crazy because, well, I know that show is is pretty big. I didn't think a thousand people would be lined up in McDonald's to try and get that sauce. Yeah. Which goes to show your and point. And I've been a fan of the show. But you know what? I feel though there's like a lot of bandwagoners now because like I've been a fan of the show for a while now. And like I was I was a fan when it wasn't like so popular. And like now, yeah, like now I'm like seeing you, all these people yeah. out of nowhere. And it's just like See the the, the thing the Where thing, was you at? Yeah. No, but the thing too is you gotta appreciate the art of it. Like for example, a lot of people like the departed. But do you really like The Departed? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to really appreciate the quality that you're watching. Because some people, they'll watch it and they'll be like, oh, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. it's I I, I see exactly what you're saying because I've dealt with that before uh, in regards to two different things. One, The Patriots. Like, me being a fan of The Patriots. Yet, I could name, like... People that have been on the Patriots team historically, yeah. where like people are like, oh, I like the Patriots, but then like I'll bring up like a defensive player that used to be on the team. They don't know who I'm talking about. Like you yeah. know the Ty Laws, the Rodney Harrisons, yeah, the Willie yeah. McGinnises. Like they don't, they can't, they can't do that shit. Yeah. The the shit, even offensive players like the the Kevin Falks and the 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 Troy Browns. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like like Troy Brown was so cold like he was and he was such like an underrated receiver yeah a lot of people don't even know that for a while did you know that that Troy Brown was so cold that Bill Belichick had him play cornerback oh I want to say yeah yeah like, like, but like a lot of people don't know yeah. that like Troy yeah. Brown like yeah. the and that's like kind of unprecedented in 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 in, in professional football yeah where like yeah. you play two positions like that Damn, dude! I forgot all about that shit. You see, but I didn't because yeah. I'm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't but but you know something too is is um, when it comes to greatness, like there's something undeniable about greatness, and like I'm not a like I'm not like a a Patriots fan, just like I'm not a like a Le- well. It, it's it's hard 
to it's like LeBron, for example. I'm not I'm not gonna go buy a LeBron jersey. That's just not something I'm gonna do. But I fucking respect and and enjoy watching him and I do wanna root for him because he's great. Whereas like I, I notice when people don't want the Patriots to win, it's just because they've been good for a long time. Right. And like that that shit to me, that's always bothered me. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, appreciate greatness because when that shit's gone, you yeah. know, like what are you left with? Dude, Tom Brady is a once-in-a-lifetime quarterback. Appreciate that. He's not my favorite quarterback. I love Phillip Rivers, but still, Phillip Rivers is not Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like, So right. you have to uh, acknowledge that and acknowledge that Bill Belichick is like one one of a once-in-a-lifetime type coach and, and appreciate that they're in the league because once they're gone, you'll feel bad. You know when I felt like that? With Peyton Manning. Because yeah. I fucking hated Peyton Manning. But yeah, when he was gone, talking. there was like a little sadness in me, like, damn. Yeah, I know exactly what you're like, talking about. Like that's that's the end of an era, like Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and uh you know I it, felt the same way. Yeah. I I didn't I wouldn't say I hated Peyton Manning, but but I've always been a Tom Brady fan. Yeah. So I you can't be a fan of both. Yeah, exactly. You love to you love to be against him, I guess. Right. You know, of course, you can't hate somebody. <laughs> but but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like when he was gone, there was uh, there was definitely a sadness. And the other thing that I've dealt with bandwagoners w- with is is comic books. Like mm-hmm. growing up, I've always been a big comic book guy, and I was that when it was not even like a cool thing. Yeah. And no, then now, no. like you know, they're making all these movies, and it's it's you know so mainstream and pop culture yeah. now you know you see all these people walking around with all these comic book shirts on and and wolverine and all this it's like where was you at baby like yeah. where was you at when we were fucking starving in the streets oh yeah you weren't there now one now but but just like i said like you know and i displayed my authenticity I'll, i won't be a hypocrite i'll show i'll show that there are some things that i've been a bandwagoner with and one thing I'll say that I've been a bandwagoner with is is LeBron James. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I, did, I didn't... I never hated LeBron James. Like, a lot of people in Chicago hate LeBron James. Because there's a lot of, like, Bulls fans, for some reason, they just can't stand them. No. I, 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 I wouldn't... I, I never hated him, but yeah. I, I was not necessarily a fan. But what it was was that because his greatness... Is so undeniable. Yeah, I had no choice but to become a fan. It's like I could no longer deny this guy yeah, yeah. his greatness. Like I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. So there's that aspect. But I will say though that I've in in that in in that 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 bandwagoning. And then plus, I was for a quite a long time with basketball. I've been a man with no land because yeah. you know I obviously grew up a Bulls fan in 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 the golden era of the Bulls, like the yeah. Michael Jordan and all that. And then I was a, a Lakers fan, a Kobe Bryant and Shaq in the golden era of the Lakers. Yeah. Well, they kind of had two golden eras, like when they had yeah, like, yeah, Magic, yeah. but in the, the second golden era. But since Kobe Bryant and, and Shaq and, and then Kobe Bryant with like Paul Gasol, I was really like a man with no land. Like I yeah. in basketball, I didn't really have a team. And so, you know, over time it, I, I gravitated and I was not a, a Miami Heat fan like when LeBron was there. What really sold me on LeBron James was I thought it was like some superhero shit when he decided to return to Cleveland. Yeah. It was kind of like I was gone, I was gone, but I'm back now. And then to yeah. be back and then win a championship. Yeah. And which then I will say 
by before the first Cleveland championship, well, yeah. they've only had one championship, yeah. but before the Cleveland championship, I was a solidified LeBron James fan. So I did get to like fully enjoy when he won. that that seven game series where he just like blocked that shot yeah, and yeah. that was great. That was great. Yeah. And then now I've remained a LeBron James fan even in the midst of 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 you know the era of Golden State. Yeah. So so. But I w- it was a little bit of a bandwagon jump, but not as bad as 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 other people when it comes to other stuff. Yeah, but some people that they won't even fucking they'll be like uh, just like overnight. Yeah, like yeah. you know who used to be like that? Yeah. The Blackhawks, the Blackhawks. Oh, who? you know who used to be like that who? is is our our friend oh. Core. Like when it came to football teams, <laughs> yeah, like he would always start fucking with the team that, that won, won the, the Super Bowl, Bowl the, the last year, year before. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I that's that my shit. favorite team. That's my. And then you'd be like, use them in Madden all the time. Oh yeah. But um, but no, but but uh, back to the golden era of cartoons is. Oh, I watched Big Mouth. That show was great. Yeah, like that. That's another show. I um, th- that that's good, and it's it's cool seeing seeing all of these cartoons. And I notice that cartoons are able to get away with certain things that like movies aren't able to, because the crude humor, and like the sexually based humor in Big Mouth. I, I I wonder in like today's PC culture yeah. if if they like uh <laughs> like I like, what I'm essentially trying to say is I wonder how well like a, a forgetting Sarah Marshall or a super bad would fare being released today. You know what I'm saying? In 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 the current climate of things. Yeah, yeah. You know, um the 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 writers and creators that that I will always eternally have respect for because no matter what the culture is, PC or not, yeah. they'll still always push the envelope is fucking Matt Stone and Trey Parker with South Park. Because that last episode, the the one, the indigenous uh, people one. That shit was great. That shit was so great. And it was so anti like what's going on right now. Like, honestly, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that like there's not people like picketing outside yeah. about that episode because like how, how controversial <laughs> I think some people would find it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, ladies and gents, when I said, uh, when, when he, uh, when we started the episode and uh, Twiz, he was like kind of talking about all that. And then he mentioned Columbus Day and I was like, yeah, we're going to get real indigenous with it. That was a reference to that episode because man, that shit was hilarious and you guys got to go watch it now. If not, uh, unsubscribe from our show and uh, f- yeah, just don't ever listen to us. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do unsubscribe. That. Please, please don't listen to him. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, dude. TV has gotten great. BoJack Horseman. I've, I have. Uh, my sister keeps telling me to watch that show. You I know, really I, I tried it. it. I tried it. Yeah. I could see the appeal. I, I wouldn't like sit here and say that it was bad. Yeah. It oh just, no, 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 no. Uh, unless it's Bob's Burger. It's either BoJack Horseman or Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I Bob's Burgers. Uh, I, I, I haven't watched at all. Yeah. But BoJack Horseman. Yeah. I did w- watch part of an episode. I can get the appeal to some, but it just didn't do it for me. Like, like Rick and Morty, Big Mouth, and uh, and and South Park. Yeah, I'm still surprised how how raunchy Big Mouth is because Big Mouth is raunchy. Like, it makes Rick and Morty seem like fucking Disneyland. Yeah, type but shit. it's smart raunchy. It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. just like 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 Harvey Weinstein raunchy where no. it just pulls his shit out for no reason and just you know what I'm saying it, 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 it's it's Jesus it, Christ it, it's it's like raunchy Too soon. It, it's raunchy with 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 uh, uh, a very you know self-aware uh, with with self-awareness and yeah and 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 and, and it has humor. heart to it 
Yeah, and yeah, that show does definitely have a have a lot of heart. Cause that shit reminds you of like when you were a little kid and shit like that. Like, damn, that's fucking. That, that, it's like little kids, pretty much. They yeah. don't like the, the, you could tell the innocence of the little kids yeah. as they're going through like their puberty, puberty and like learning all this stuff about themselves. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so that show has a lot of potential. So you guys can check that. It's on Netflix. Netflix. So it's a Netflix original, and fucking yeah, that shit's great. So. Go go go! Check those those uh, shows right. out after you could go check those shows out after you fully listen to this episode and share it with somebody that you think would be interested in anything that we talked about. Uh, remember to rate and review "Hanging with Apes" on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're on uh, Google. We're on Stitcher. You could visit our website at audioapesmusic.com. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Follow us on Twitter at Audio Apes. Buy it, our shirts. Buy our shirts. If you go to our website, that is there. Just hit the the merchandise tab. You'll see our two cold ass shirts that we designed. Uh, they go along with our video, our music video that we'll be dropping shortly. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for following. Peace. Peace.